You're listening to 92.7 FM, WZBD, Burn, Decatur, Bluffton, Indiana. fans and welcome to Haggard Hershey's Elder High School Wrestling Weekly hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek and the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Rex Burr along with Dane Filling. And tonight, Dane, as we make our way into the weigh-in section, our show is a little bit different tonight. Uh, due to circumstances, we, we have a couple of calling guests, but uh, due to one of the uh, coaches, longtime coaches of Belmont staff having some medical issues, uh, we're going to turn this into a telethon, basically. So get your pens and pencils out and write down these two numbers. Dane, give me your cell phone number. Yeah, I gotta think of what mine is. It's two six zero two zero five six nine eight four. And write mine down, it's two six zero six one five zero nine six seven. And uh Dane has put a goal on this wrestling community that uh, tonight during the show we'd like to have people text in and basically um talk about donations that can be sent in and we're gonna track them on the show tonight and in this uh, hour-long show, we'd like to see if we could raise $1,000 for the Gunsett family. And uh, if you would uh, write those numbers down and throughout the show, text us in. We'll read out, give you shout-outs, and uh, that's how we're going to start the show, folks. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, uh, we got the really tough news that, that Coach Gunsett had, uh, had a brain tumor that was found. And he's home right now, and uh, Coach Myers and the Belmont team have been spending a lot of time talking to him, sending videos um, Coach Myers has made a point of it every day at the start of practice to call Coach and um, uh, incorporating him into, into to practice. I, I spoke with Amy today, and uh, I think the plan is if you are not from Decatur or even if you are from Decatur and you want to help the Gunsets directly, uh, it's going to be as simple as uh, a cash donation, you can send it to Belmont High School. That address is 1000 North Adams Drive in Decatur. You can put it in care of me, make it out to the Gunsett family. And uh, our goal tonight is to come up with $1,000 to start. And uh, I know a lot of people are going to give a lot more over the next couple of weeks. But um, I know this morning at church we prayed, we prayed for Coach Gunsett and uh, uh, everybody in the wrestling community, not just Belmont, not just Decatur, but all across Indiana, um, there was a post on Indiana Matt a couple of days ago about it. And um, just Paul's one of those guys that's just, you're always expecting to be there. As Tim said in the, in the message that he sent out to North Adams staff, he's been a part of daily practice since 1993. Um, and, you know, that's 30 years of coming to practice every single day from assistant coach to head coach to back to assistant coach. And uh, he's just, you know, in the fabric of, of Belmont wrestling. And uh, they do have a memorial shirt, not a, uh, you know, a fundraiser shirt for Paul that uh, has a picture of Paul on it. Uh, Tim has sent that uh, 
uh, shirt link out to Team Montrawear. It's listed on IndianaMat.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to be able to get uh, Steve Rouse to put it on the WZBD uh, Facebook page if it's not already there. And it's on um, the Belmont Wrestling Facebook page also. So. so it's out there, and you can go on and order a shirt, and uh, those shirts are $20, and uh, the proceeds go to the same effort we're working on tonight. And, Rex, we already got our first donation, and we're $100 in on, um, on the memorial, um, on the money there for... Coach Gunsett, so we appreciate it. That's the judge. The judge. Helping us out. and uh, The judge must have won, won money when he was in Vegas. Yeah, maybe, maybe he did. But uh, we'll give you a little bit of a rundown on the show. Um, we want to give a thank you to all our listeners and all of our sponsors that you'll hear throughout the night. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Belmont Wrestle-Offs that we saw on Thursday in the beautiful weather, <laughs> not in the snow. It's ended quickly. And then in the first period, we're going to hear from Mike Reiser. He's going to give all of our listeners a sneak peek on this year's preseason number ones on Indiana Matt. And then in the second period, you'll be able to hear from the head coach of the Wawasee Warriors, Frank Bumgarner. He's going to tell us a little bit about what their team looks like and what Belmont fans can expect to see in the Belmont gym Friday night as they take on the Braves. And then in the third period, we're going to talk to Sam Reason, who just got done hosting the first area uh, wrestling tournament for girls last night. Uh, it went pretty late, from what I understand. I talked to Coach Myers from Jay County, and he said it was a great tournament and uh, a lot of girls. And he gave kudos. I know we've been giving a lot of kudos out to Columbia City and to Jay County. And Eric said, man, Coach, Coach Reason's got some girls at East Noble that are going to be awfully good. I, and, did, uh, I did see a post from uh, Coach Guard, Clint Guard, at uh, Rochester and said he had a, a very good turnout and his girls also performed very well. Yeah, for sure. So uh, good to see. And uh, just a reminder uh, that the girls' season starts two weeks earlier. So they are uh, already in the window of being able to compete. And I know that I talked to Coach Myers at Jay County today earlier, and he said that they have a, a meet scheduled for Thursday already just for their girls' team. Dean, as I have my sheet out from the uh, wrestle-offs, the Navy and Crimson wrestle-off that we had there tonight, and we estimated there's somewhere between 250 and 300 people downtown in the Madison Street Plaza, and it was a wonderful event. Uh, I think the people really psyched up, and the kids really enjoyed it. Uh, some of the nerves come out, but I, I did see some very good wrestling from some of the younger uh, Belmont kids, some of the freshmen that uh, did make it in the lineup in um, Let's see, Landon Rich, who made the lineup as a freshman. He looked, he looked really good. I was really impressed with, with Landon, and I didn't know much. I didn't get to watch the middle school team a ton last year, but he looked in control, and I know he's really excited about, about being in that varsity lineup. You know, I saw good things from uh, Xavier Placidos. Yeah, Xavier's another kid who has been in our club for a long time and has wrestled a ton. Uh, ISWA state placer. He's been going to statewide tournaments for a decade probably, and I know his parents, uh, they were sitting right next to our table. Certainly excited to see him in the varsity lineup. And uh, Belmont, I think, not, not that it's luck, but it, it is a little bit luck. I think uh, just about the, the 14 best wrestlers on the team all found a weight class to, to file into. I know there are a couple of kids who were sitting out with injuries. I know Cole Mendez wasn't able to take part. He's a kid that's going to that's gonna play a role for sure in those upper weights when I think Belmont may choose to shift maybe Henry and Keegan up a weight or something like that. But for the most part, you've got a pretty decent lineup top to bottom there. The other one that didn't get to wrestle was Ben Binniger. Uh, he's a smaller six-pounder, about the size that Ethan Curtis was last year. 
he had a concussion and was unable to go, so that's why Curtis took the forfeit there at 106. But both Ben and Ethan are guys who have been wrestling for a long time, and it's certainly not like Coach Myers went into the hallways and just grabbed a 106. You know, the, the usual suspects, uh, Duke Myers wrestled very well, but uh, Duke was not tested. Uh, Timo Austin Krishner had, a, had an easy match. Uh, Henry Kukulhan wrestled very well, but uh, neither one of those guys were really tested. Keegan Martin come out and wrestle well, and probably the, the thing that impressed me most is four heavyweights in the room, all of those guys wrestling uh, before they make it into the, to the um, wrestle-off and uh, um, uh, with uh, Giovanni Her Hernandez making that final spot, and uh, I saw good things out of all four of those heavyweights. Yeah, and Giovanni's got some quickness that uh, I guess maybe we didn't recognize on the football field this year, but... I, I saw good things from him and saw some good things from Grady Baker, who is a freshman at 220, who's really excited about being in wrestling. He's just a second-year wrestler. And Cam Free is brand new, has never wrestled before, and saw some good things from him. He got a, a, a fall in that, in that opening round. Rex, we did get uh, another donation just in now in the last two minutes, another $25 for the Gunsett family. All right, and with that, uh, you got a live read there? I do. Cross Creek Golf Club here in Decatur on US 224 now has discounted memberships for every golfer in your family. The golf membership from Cross Creek makes a very special Christmas gift, as do the 10 pass play cards available for either the Championship 18 or the Majorky 9. Golf gear like sweaters, shirts, and jackets make excellent presents, as do gift certificates. Cross Creek's Pro Shop is open from 9 to 5, weather permitting. Call 724-4316 for more details on winter hours. With that, the weigh-in period has ended, and we're going to send it back to Studio Steve Rouse on the board for a round of messages back with the first period right after this message is here on WZBD. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias, and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. The staff at Haggard Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home is honored to serve the community we love and live in. Locally owned and operated by Ryan Hershey and Eric Zelt, we understand that each family we serve and each life lived tells a unique story. Our goal is to offer comfort, care, and dignity to all who entrust their loved ones to our care. We are proud to call Adams County our home and look forward to serving you for generations to come. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday, where you get the best savings. Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Decatur Package Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Burn, and Markle. It's at the Double Eagle Cross Creek. And now we are actually joined by the real one and only Mike Reiser from IndianaMatt.com rating service. Um, Mike. Come on, guys. Mike, Rex owes you an apology. He wished you happy birthday last week, and instead he wished some some girl from Hammond instead. Hey, Hammond's a beautiful place this time of year, so yeah. he deserved it. 
Well, Mike, we uh, are certainly happy to have you on our show. Certainly happy to have you on our show now. After the last few weeks, when we we'll be able to miss you, you're too busy coaching softball and traveling all over the country to do that. But we want to get an idea for our listeners of who the number ones are in each weight class. And uh, I think we've gone far enough into the season that we can let the cat out of the bag for those that haven't bought the preseason mag from Indiana Matt. Uh, at 106, it's a name that we've actually already discussed on this show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about him? Yeah, uh, we started with uh, this is only you know there's only been a handful of times we we ranked freshman number one coming into high school, and not not because we're against it, just you know the the state's getting so deep. But Lane Horn had a great Indiana uh, math preseason open, beat a real tough Revan Dickman from Brownsburg, who was right in the mix, uh, same way that Aiden Bollinger. So Lane Horn Rochester is going to be number one at 106 pounds, uh, freshman. I know um, Hockey Day last year, Chad Red. So it's, it's a pretty short list of number one freshmen that have started. And then at 113 pounds, it's uh, another one of those matchups between Brownsburg and Crown Point, which seem to be two two schools that are at the top of the rankings in just about every weight. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing time to be a fan of Indiana wrestling. Uh, Jake Hockaday, returning champ, um, pretty easy, one hypo. Went out to Super 32, beat one of the, uh, the twin brothers from uh, Kentucky that had knocked off, uh, I think, uh, Anthony Knox. He was, I think he was right one or right up top. And uh, Brownsburg actually, on their weigh-in sheet, not their weigh-in sheet, but their track wrestling, had Preston Haynes weighed in at 113 also. So they did give him some positional flexibility there, I think. And then at 120 pounds, it's a guy that we're going to see here in two weeks when we head to Goshen and a potential broadcast that we're going to do, Ashton Jackson from LaPorte. Yeah, uh, recently signed with Purdue. I think that's a good get for those guys. I think Ashton's best wrestling's ahead of him, two-time defending champ. Uh, he's a gamer. Uh, you talk to all the guys in the region, and they're, they just talk about how um, you know he's just a winner. He finds ways to win matches, tight matches, you know, blowouts. He just finds ways to get it done. And then Crown Point gets their first number one at 126. Yeah, uh, also uh, with the National Signing Day last week, uh, Logan Frazier, we going to Virginia Tech. Uh, real interesting way to think, you know, usually 20, 26, 32, uh, those are kind of catch-all weights, but Logan Frazier, Tyrell Lavelle, uh, we're hearing Warren Central is going to be in that weight. Uh, Blake Wolf, East Central is going to be in that weight. Uh, just a real nasty weight class. So tell us a little bit, as the individual rankings coordinator, how do you handle a situation where you have two returning state champs at the same weight? What kind of separates one from the other? Uh, just some national success. I think Kyrell was injured this offseason, so he didn't get to do as much. Um, but Logan Fraser wrestled really well. He, he won hypo again or for the first time. He uh, you know, went to that Elite Eight duels, which uh, if anyone's familiar with that, was just some of the best. I think every kid he wrestled was like a top ten nationally ranked wrestler. Had some really good matches. Um, just had a really good summer overall. And, you know, not that it's the fault of Kyrell, but, uh, you know, Kyrell with an injury. But if they both stay at 26, that's going to be amazing for Indiana wrestling. So I think stylistically, that's a matchup I think uh, I would love to watch. Now you've got another name for uh, high school wrestling fans to learn that really only pay attention to the high school side of things at 132. Yeah, this is this is the way we talked about it on um, – Radio. I probably caught the most flack for this, and it's just a deep weight class. I think we could have went about 30 deep in this weight. 
But uh, Landon Hawkins, uh, Bill Hawkins' son, he's a freshman at Crown Point. He's right ahead of some guys that have medals. Joey Butler took a loss to Zara Walker up at the Grappler in Michigan. Um, Landon Hawkins, outside of Logan Frazier at uh, IPO this year, his, his teammate, hasn't lost in Indiana since, like, 2019 to Jake Hockaday in a match that he had avenged at, from middle school state to middle school state duels. Um, wrestles across the country. Uh, I've been, you know, I've seen him, so it's not like I've been told. It's not like I'm, I'm lost on it. He's pretty good on his feet, real good scrambler. Uh, his top game's like Drew Hughes level good. And I know there's a lot of people that, you know, like, oh, you know, he's a freshman, you got to earn it. He's placed third at the IPO twice and beat multiple state champions. Um, he's pretty impressive. Yeah, so two freshmen with number one rankings to start the year. Uh, a very impressive class and a very impressive way for that freshman class to start out. What about 138? Yeah. Cole Solomy from Kinky Valley also signed with Purdue Boilmakers. Uh, real tough weight again. I think the top six. I mean, Tony Woods six there. I mean, Tony Woods is phenomenal. Uh, Bryce Denton, Parker Reynolds, another freshman from Brownsburg. Cheney Chef got three medals, two under the lights. He took a loss to Wyatt Krasia at IPO. And then uh, Cole Solomy, returning state runner-up at 138. His only uh, losses last year, Jesse Mendez. Yeah, 138 is definitely a weight that we're going to keep our eye on just uh, locally because of Logan Allman, Tony Wood, potentially Silas Loshi. That's three guys from the ACAC who are there on your board. Oh, yeah, and just, you know, just when you're looking at some of the weights, and this is like the coolest thing about Indiana wrestling right now, and, you know, obviously you get to do the team stuff and the individual stuff is just like how deep the state is getting, like, Overall, like when we're doing the rankings, and we it used to be a struggle to get to 16, and then we, you know, then we get to 20. And I think it could go 30 deep on a lot of these weight classes, and just like with real talented guys. At 145, it's another guy that we're going to see at Goshen, as I just found out this week that Chesterton will be attending there, where Belmont's going after Thanksgiving, and that's Aiden Torres. Yeah, uh, Aiden Torres, a two-time medalist. Um, and that was kind of a toss-up, too. Anthony Ball, I think, they had split this uh, off and on. Anthony Ball returning runner-up. Dylan Graham, a semifinalist. Cameron Clark from out by you guys. Um, another deep weight class. At 100... Oh, I'm sorry. Aiden Torres, Aiden Torres, three medals. Three medals. Uh, yeah, I remember. Isn't that... Um, didn't he wrestle A.J. Dahl on Friday night several years I ago? So. I believe so. Isn't he the one that Dahl hit the headlock on and it was just barely out of bounds? When he was yeah, just a, he, when he was a freshman, I think. Yeah, and, he, and I know he's uh, won the preseason nationals before and um, real, real good kid, real nice kid. So. At one fifty-two, you've got a a, a, a Ron Colley Royal. Yeah, uh, Bryce Lowry. Um, I don't know if there's anyone that did more for themselves nationally. During the offseason, Bryce Lauer, he went to the late Elite Eight duels and won some uh, some really good matches over some uh, nationally ranked guys. You're talking about a guy that started off at 106, now he's at 152, and, and the next guy also. But, um, you know, kind of touching on that too, Crown Point, when you're, I mean, when you're rolling hot, they ended up getting Anthony Reinhardt from uh, Zionsville. They moved to the region and uh, ended up at Crown Point, so that's number two. So they're kind of strong, get stronger sometimes. That's a good weight overall, though. And then at 160, uh, I see that Sammy Goyne is number one, but I see a couple of Fort Wayne semi-state guys there just behind him. Yeah, uh, 
Someone told me that Logan Farnell might be up at 170. I'm not. I'm not sure. I know he wrestled uh, lower. I think he wrestled 63 at IPO. Sammy's going to be going to IU. But yeah, you got you know Chase Leach and Logan Farnell there. I think uh, someone else, another four wing guy's in there also, right? Uh, maybe it's a little bit. Levi it's a little bit lower, but um, you know another guy returning champ for the Bulldogs. It, I think uh, this is the first time I ever ranked. 14 from one team, and I, and I was really, like, trying to find some spots to not rank some of those guys, but when you return, what, nine medalists, tough, and then you add a medalist. Yeah, they're going to be unbelievable this year. At 170, it's Adams County's highest-ranked wrestler, Duke Myers, at number three. Tell us about number one. Yeah, Delaney Roman, uh, two-time runner-up from Bloomington South. Uh, I believe he just resigned with Purdue also. A lot of Division One guys at the top of the rankings, right? Um, but Coming up a couple of weight classes, uh, real tough family. Then you got Cody Goodwin, Crown Point, Duke Myers. But I, I think he'll be right in the mix, too. Uh, obviously, like, he's really, really tough. And I think we'll see a lot of those matches at uh, Al Smith. Right? Yeah, Top that's five what I was just going to say is Six, those those seven. rankings are, are insane. You may have the top ten all uh, yeah. in the in the round of 12 on that, that last round of the first day. Yeah, good, good luck seeding that, right? Because Roman Goodwin, Myers, Caden Lone, Klauser, Kyle Harden, a real tough freshman that's been around forever. Uh, Warren Central's in. So Anthony Cashman, Isaac Valdez, Aiden Costello is going to move up. He's there. Pretty uh, Then Ethan Fre- uh, Friedline from Elkhart, uh, Luke Panola. So you're going to have a pretty deep uh, Al Smith. There's going to be a lot of guys in the rankings, and obviously that's a, a tournament that, you know, throw rankings out the window because – once you get on that wrestle back or in that that uh, semifinal or quarterfinal, like anything can happen. Hey Rex, you, we, every time we talk to Mike, he's just an encyclopedia of knowledge. It's crazy, but you're doing good, Mike. We got four weights left to go, and we got two minutes. So, uh, okay. at 182, obviously, a lot of our listeners are interested in Dial Capone, but he's ranked number two uh, behind Orlando Cruz. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think VZ beat him this summer too. Uh, freestyle is just kind of a toss up. That's going to be a good match. Uh, man, I really want to see Dial Capone. I was trying to get him to invite him to the Carnahan this year. I was trying to kind of finesse uh, uh, the Crown Point guys to invite Fort Wayne Snyder and get some Fort Wayne love out there so we can see that match up early. And then run through us real quick the last three weights. 195, your number one is? Yeah, John Purdy, a couple medals. Uh, real good athlete. I think he's still playing football right now. Um, real tough. Will Clark uh, pinned John Purdy last year. He's going to be moving up a weight class for Crown Point. Brady Beck's uh, number two there from Rochester. And then you, put, uh, you had a real tough one to call it, 285. You know, uh, I'm hearing that he's not going to wrestle this year, and I think that would be bad for Indiana wrestling, but that's kind of the rumor that's been going around that he's going to leave early and go to uh, a start at Oklahoma, so... Well, State, there are Carroll, some so. uh, there are some young men in the Fort Wayne semi state who probably wouldn't be all that disappointed to hear that news. Yeah, well, you guys are running out uh, the champ every year. I thought with Christian going there that it was just going to continue that tradition. Yeah, that'll be but, interesting um, to see how that that plays out. And uh, Mike, we at the start of our show we mentioned that uh, Coach Gunsett is under the weather and suffering from a brain tumor. And I just wanted to before we went to commercial here and let you go let you know that we received uh, a couple more uh, pledges, uh, one of them from basic training. And what state is uh, Mr. Free in? In Fort Lee. In Fort Lee. And uh, $50 
towards the Gunsett family. And uh, Mike, I know that you've, you've had some conversations with Coach Gunsett over the years, and uh, we just uh, wish him and his family all the best as he, he tries to battle through this. Yeah, and, you know, uh, I think he's so tough. You know, and obviously, you know, you, cancer is tough. I, I think you guys have posted the shirt. I'm going to get a shirt and help with uh, everything. But he's such a good guy, man. He, but, you know, he's so tough. I know he can fight it. Well, thanks, Mike. Hey, we appreciate all your insight and information, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate you guys always uh, you know, calling on. Sounds great. Thanks. And with that, we'll send it back to studio for a round of commercials as we'll head back for the second period right after these messages here on WZBD. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker Drywall. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Back to the Haggard Hershey's Elk High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. And now we're joined on the phone by the coach of the Wawasee Warriors, uh, Frank Bumrunner. How you doing, Frank? We're good tonight. We're good. How are you guys tonight? Good. Hey, Frank. And uh, back in the day when you were just a young pup, I refereed a ton of your masses, and you wore a Whitco Wildcat uniform, and kind of kind of different to see in, in the uh, Wawasee green and gold. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's been a, a true blessing. There's a a big journey on me getting to Wallace and I mean, it, it really is a family and they've welcomed me, you know, with open arms and you know, it's been a great eight years so far. So it's been, been phenomenal. Coach Dane filling here. And I know you and I talked several years ago about trying to line up something between your team and Belmont. And that's finally come to fruition this year with the changes that Belmont had in their conference schedule. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how uh, that conversation went with coach Myers and, and what your thoughts are on it? Yeah, so uh, so Coach Myers and I got to talking about it. I don't know, probably over a year ago, and it may be, I think it was at Team State even. So this off season, when when all the conference change happened with you guys and uh, and all the dual meet schedule, him and I got on the phone fairly quick, and and the conversation was not if we can make this happen, it's when. Um, I mean, we we both said we're going to make this duel happen. Both programs have wanted this. I mean, there's a ton of history between these two programs. So, um, you know, it was really just about when we can make this happen to fit both of our schedules. 
I think it's earlier than both of us wanted, ideally. But you know what? Um, let's go compete. So we're, we're, I know we are really excited about this duel. Um, you know, it's not going to change anything we're going to do as far as preparation or, you know, long-term training throughout the season. It's going to be, you know, get ready for the first competition and go, go battle. So, no, I, I think we're both pretty excited about what this looks like and excited for this duel to not only happen in this season, but for seasons to come. Now, logistically for you guys, as far as travel times, what are you expecting for Friday and uh, what do you guys have to leave early or what time are you expecting things to start? Yeah, so it's uh, it's about an hour and a half drive. Um, I'm one of the things for this this week to do is find out exactly way in times, which I believe are going to be six o'clock. You know, if that's the case, hour and a half drive time, make sure you account for traffic. You know, we're going to have to leave fairly soon right after school. So, you know, we got to make sure that the kids are ready to go, that we've had a good day of prep, that we've, you know, our weights are all under control, things like that. So it is a pretty, pretty good poke for, for a weeknight, but that's also one more reason why to do it on a Friday. Um, you know, on top of the, the buildup of the, the event and everything else. So it'll be, uh, it'll be a pretty good poke, but you know what, let's do it. Let's go compete. Now, uh, for a long time, Belmont used to be involved in the Wawa Sea Duels after Thanksgiving, and then they went to Valpo, and then they went to Yorktown, and now they're headed to Goshen. Who do you have on your schedule for that uh, weekend after Thanksgiving? Yeah, so we've had quite a bit of turnover in that tournament um, since COVID, quite honestly. And as of, I think it was like two weeks ago, Eastside um, was a late drop for that tournament. So I don't want to be throwing out a bunch of names because quite honestly, there's been quite a bit of turnover in both the tournaments that we host. So um, I don't have a lot of concrete on that right now. So tell us a little bit about your team. What are uh, fans? And there's going to be a lot of them there on Friday for sure, as they get excited about this team and, and defending state champions and that kind of thing. But what should uh, fans of Belmont wrestling uh, look for in your team on Friday? So um, we would be bringing a very large contingent. Um, so this is one of the largest teams that we've had in school history. I know it's the largest that I've had since being at Wallace C. We've got 40 kids on our roster right now. Um, but we actually have a girls tournament on Saturday. We have a JV tournament on Saturday also. So I don't think we're going to be bringing everybody um, down to Belmont. But, you know, bottom line, we think we've got a pretty good team and, and we've got a lot of faith in our guys. Um, you know, it's no secret. We want to wrestle hard. We want to score a lot of points and, you know, and I'd hope that that's what, uh, that's what fans of Belmont are going to see is they're going to see a lot of action, you know, going to see a lot of fight. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're, we're excited to go compete for sure. We think, you know, going back all the way to, you know, the late nineties in those, uh, in those great teams that both, both programs had, you know, those big hostile environments and everything, we expect something very similar, right? It's going to be a packed gym. It's going to be, you know, fans on top of the action and everything. So we're excited. So, Frank, uh, you may or may not have heard, but uh, Tim Myers come up with a wild and crazy idea, and uh, we took the fight into the streets uh, last weekend for his Crimson and Navy wrestle-off. We wrestled downtown at the Madison Street Plaza in front of about 300 people uh, on the street, and uh, it was a big event, and it was Really something excited, and uh, you may have something to worry about. Uh, there's some young freshmen and then some uh, upperclassmen, heavy junior class that uh, the Belmont Braves are really loaded up this year. Well, 
you know, I think events like that, like getting out into the public, that's how we grow the sport. You know, I, I know, I know the Belmont program has a very rich tradition and it's got a ton of support in the community, but honestly, we as coaches need to do more things like that. We need to look to ways to grow the program and grow the sport as a whole. So, you know, kudos to them for doing that. That's fantastic. And we did something uh, kind of interesting too, like in between the matches, uh, we would bring guys over and we'd hold the match and then we'd interview some of these guys that made the varsity lineup because the, the idea was not to race through it as fast as we possibly could. And it, we stretched it out a little bit, but it was a uh, beautiful weather. We got lucky and it was uh, it was a really good event. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that's a great idea. You know, we've done like outdoor practices on the turf and everything. And, and you know, we've done summer events like with Mishawaka and, and, and things like that. So we need to do more things like that to grow the sport. Um, so no kudos to you guys for sure. But you know, you want to talk about, you know, have some, some really young talent and have some, some upperclassmen that are going to be good. You guys are defending state champs. You know, you're ranked third in the state. We sh- that's exactly what we would expect, you know, for sure. So to have something to worry about, um, I would push back on that. Like what's there to worry about great competition, right? Like let's, let's go compete. We're going to respect each other. We're going to battle really hard and you know what? And if we happen to, to win a, a great duel, fantastic. We win a great duel. If we happen to were not to lose, or I'm sorry, if we were to lose a duel, we lose a duel. Bottom line, we're going to come back on Monday and we're going to go right back to training. You know, it sounds cliche, but we're not going to worry about that at all. That, that's what we're training for. We're training for great competition. And, Frank, I'm going to interrupt you just for one second because I want to talk about 2A and Team State and those types of things here at the end of our segment. But I do want to... Uh, let all of our listeners know that, uh, as we said at the beginning of the show, we are uh, asking for donations to help out Paul Gunsett and his family in his time of medical need. And uh, you can call uh, me or you can text me at 260-205-6984 if you want to, to pledge some money and put a check in the mail. And Rex is going to give his number now, too. My number is 260 0967 and I know a lot of people have that because they text me during the wrestle matches all the time and ask me questions. And Rex, we did receive uh, uh, another donation here of $25 from former manager Izzy Freet uh, donating to Coach Gunsett and his family. And so we're looking for that throughout the show tonight to show our support for, for Paul and his family as they, as they battle through this. So Frank, why don't you tell us a little bit more uh, about where your team stands when it comes to uh, team state and, and that deal. You know what, before we get to that, um, I was not aware Paul's battling or his family's going through hard times. Uh, Wallace e. Wrestling is going to make a donation. So, you know, we, we respect him. We respect what he's done. So we're going to make a donation to that cause as well. Well, that would, that we really appreciate that. Uh, Coach, a couple of weeks ago was was diagnosed with a brain tumor and it's something that they're still trying to 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 figure out and um he's at home right now and uh the team has been working on bringing him into practice and and making him a part of those things and i know um assistant coach Sean Ferrot has been uh putting together videos of of different kids each day and sending out messages to him saying how much uh, all the wrestlers uh, love him and, and appreciate everything that he's ever done. So he's definitely in all of our thoughts and prayers as we head into this wrestling season. As we were saying earlier on the show, Paul's been a part of literally every single practice that Belmont High School's had since 1993. Uh, and it certainly feels weird that, that he's not there now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, 100%. So we we will be making a donation to that cause as well. Well, I I, I appreciate that, and we'll, we definitely look forward to, uh, to to seeing you on Friday. So but before we let you go here uh, and go to our break, why don't you tell us a little bit about, about Team State and Wawasee? Yeah, so, you know, just the, the event in general, I think both these programs have a true appreciation for what Team State is. Um, I was skeptical of it when it, you know, founded however many years ago. Um, I thought there were too many politics involved at the time. But I'll tell you what, this event, Team State, is built for programs like Belmont and Wawasee. We both have great followings from our community. So to look at, you know, let's get an environment where we can go battle for state titles and bring our communities around it, it, it is just such a phenomenal event that our association puts on. You know, we again, we got a lot of faith in our team. We think that we've got a team that can go compete. Um, you know, time will tell if that's a true statement or not. But, uh, you know, I think both our programs have opportunities to go compete well. Obviously, number one team in the state right now, Jay County, they look really good. And, you know, they, they really put it to us last year in the, uh, in the semis when we saw them. And, uh, you know what, they, they're good. They put in a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of great kids. So um, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm not real cracked up on going to Jay County to compete in their home gym, but, you know, that's what it is. So, hey, hey, Frank, uh, what do you think about the rankings as far as uh, the seedings for that tournament? You, you think you get a fair shake or you think you kind of get the jab in sometimes? As far as, like, just historically? or Well, well because Dane does it is what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, Dane does it does all right. You know, if he wants to bump <laughs> us up a spot or two or he wants to give me a phone call, I'll be more than happy to tell him where we should be. You wouldn't believe how many people schmooze up to him trying to get a higher ranking, too. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I'll, I'll take him out to dinner. That's about the schmoozing I can do. But, uh, but no, honestly, the committee always does a great job. Um, you know, last year I think we happened to be one of the bigger upsets in all of all of Team State, you know, upset in uh, Delta. But other than that, like, you don't see a whole lot of major upsets. The seeds pretty well hold the chalk, and, and that just goes to, you know, a great process that those guys put in. So, without a doubt, kudos to them. Well, Coach, we thank you for jumping on the show tonight, and we certainly look forward to you guys making your way down to Decatur on Friday and uh, and bringing that rivalry right to the Belmont gym, and, and we're looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, we, we really appreciate it, guys. We're looking forward to seeing you. Thanks, Coach. We'll see you on Friday. With that, we're going right, to head back to studio for a round of messages. We're back with more High School Wrestling Weekly here on WZBD. When faced with the difficult task of making arrangements for your loved one, many emotions and questions arise. What would they want me to do if they were here? Where is the money coming from? How much should I spend? Do they want burial or cremation? The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home can help you navigate these tough questions. Make your wishes known and allow us to make sure that your wishes are carried out. Call Ryan Hershey or Eric Zelt at 260-724-7167 to schedule an appointment today. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. 
Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Decatur Packaged Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Burn, and Markle. Brad Weber proudly supports the WZBD Wrestling Coaches Show. He also supports youth football in Adams County as a board member of the Decatur Football League and president of Belmont Cadet Football, giving our youth the chance to learn the great game of football. Some of the best football players in our area have also been fantastic wrestlers. That's why famous coaches like Joe Gibbs and John Madden always wanted wrestlers on their team. Find out more about youth football opportunities by giving Brad a call at 452-7045 or email bw at bradweberlaw.com. Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. And, and Dana, as soon as we gave our numbers out again, the phones are lighting up. We had people calling in during the show. We got the text come across. And uh, right now we're up over about $300. So uh, I appreciate that. Uh, Coach, and just to, I think you were listening to the show earlier, but I know you had expressed uh, concern about Coach Gunsett. And uh, we, we've been raising money throughout the show tonight uh, to send to the Gunsett family as, as they try to battle this that, that Paul's suffering from. And uh, we uh, certainly appreciate all of our listeners and all of the support that they've shown tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, to, to piggyback off uh, uh, what Coach Bumgardner said, you know, we'll be, we'll be donating uh, from East Noble Wrestling as well. So, um, you know, want to definitely, uh, you know, be there as a, as a wrestling community and, and I only knew Paul, uh, you know, a couple of years when he was head coach there, but he's an awesome guy. Uh, and, you know, we send prayers out from the East Noble Wrestling community. Well, we certainly appreciate that, Coach. Um, we wanted to talk to you today because of the big tournament that you hosted yesterday, and we want to talk a little bit about girls wrestling as its season has kicked off. I know uh, I was following along today as Andrea Hernandez was wrestling in college and just a lot of things going on with girls wrestling in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. So we hosted our tournament yesterday. There were 23 teams that were there, and we had 130 girls uh, right in there. And uh, so, so it was an awesome turnout. We were, we were super happy with the event and the way it ran. Uh, vast majority of the girls got five plus matches, and 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 so I'm in a, a group text with the other uh, um, uh, officers in the coaches association, and and. Uh, and, you know, Jake O'Neill was texting me that Warren had a few hundred girls in Bloomington South. Or not Bloomington South. There was one, there was one in the South uh, that had a, uh, a girls' event as well. So, you know, we're hosting multiple uh, large events uh, on the single day, and, and that's really, really awesome to see. Hey, Sam, that's one of those things, uh, 120 or 130 girls. That is as many as girls wrestled totally the first year they had to state. So uh, you had that in one tournament, and you had another tournament with 200. Uh, I think uh, originally the 350 mark that the uh, commission had set for you, I think we're easily going to be there at the end of this year. Well, and most of our girls were, at, you know, or not most, but a lot, like, yeah, probably most were Fort Wayne semi-state girls. So the fact that they broke the regionals down into four this year, I mean, they're, they're still going to be really big. And I, I think there's a lot of teams that, you know, you kind of see this organic growth of it. And so we had four girls one year, and then we had six the next and now we have 13, and, and, you know, after the event, a couple managers were practicing duck walks, so we might pick up a few more this week, I'm hoping. So, um, you know, it, it's really awesome to, to see, and I think when people go to these big girls' events, it, like, it opens their eyes to, to um, you know, like, what's being offered out there and that, that 
the girls events are, are no different than the guys events. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I think we're going to see a real organic growth these next couple of years. And we're going to throw it out there again. Dane and I have committed that we're going to cover that, uh, girls state finals like we did last year. And, uh, every year, uh, it is more, it is better ran each year. And uh, I thought that was, they put on quite a showdown Kokomo and I, I think it's, it's really growing and it will be a really good event again. You know, my, my first year at East Noble, we had one girl and then, uh, uh, that same girl came out the second year, and we took her to the regional and the uh, and the state. And, I, and I, you know, I've been the first to admit that I wasn't like a uh, you know gung ho, you know, we need to have girls wrestling type guy. And then I went to the state tournament one time, and I was like, you know, this this is awesome. This is this is the same emotions, the same uh, you know effort that the guys are given. These girls are putting in that same thing. They want to win just as bad. And, and, and so since then, we've really uh, at East Noble. Um, push the girls wrestling and, you know, uh, our, 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 you know, through the school, uh, you know, I'm a paid head coach for our girls um, and our athletic department, you know, allowed us to host the, the first event like that in Northeast Indiana. And, and, and so we want to be really ahead of it. And, and, and so when it does become a, a you know, sanctioned IHSAA sport, uh, we're ahead of the curve, you know? Well, Coach, before we go any further with any questions, we're going to put you on the spot and put you to work here because we're supposed uh, to leave. We're supposed to read a live ad for the Fort Wrestling Facility, and I know you're a fan of the Fort. Why don't you tell us a little bit about why a parent or a coach should get involved with what Andy's got going on there on the north side of Fort Wayne? Well, yeah. So I've got uh, my three kids. Uh, you know, they go to the the, the Fort. Um, you know, a couple times a week. They're, we're doing camps all the time. Um, my, well, so I was at the tournament, my oldest son, uh, went to the national middle school duels and, uh, finished five and two, got an all American. So I'm pretty happy with that. But, uh, and a lot of that's because of the four, you know, the, the best kids in the area are, are there battling, you know, through two, three, four times a week. Um, and that's what we need to do to catch up with the rest of the state is have our kids at the four, you know, we push all the East noble kids there. And I think from the youth level, you're seeing there's multiple state placers in that room. Um, and that's what's going to push Northeast Indiana wrestling to the next level, you know. And, and so uh, I'm a huge, huge fan of the fort. Uh, you know, great coaching. There's multiple head high school coaches there every practice. And, and you know, I just can't, can't uh, speak enough for what Andy's doing. And Andy is, you know, he's a guy who just wanted to see wrestling get better in Northeast Indiana. So, um, and, and, you know, he's really putting himself out there and, and putting his time and, 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 you know, uh, and, and just trying to do great things for the area. And I think we'll see that come to fruition. Hopefully this season, I think we saw, I mean, last year we were, you know, generally finished last as a, as a semi-state, however you want to measure that. And last year we had, you know, uh, second most placers, I think. And so I think we're starting to see some of that, that growth from what, uh, you know, the, the groups are doing up here. Absolutely. Now, if you switch hats a little bit to your coaches association role, uh, for those coaches who are listening and maybe some new coaches or some coaches who are trying to uh, mark off all of the, the checks on their checklist for this upcoming season, wh what do coaches need to do uh, from a coaches association perspective as far as signing up for membership, uh, filling out surveys, all of those types of things here at the beginning of the year? So, you know, the the way that the IHSAA works, uh, you know, they, they function through the coaches associations a lot. So like you're some, 
uh, you know, if, if, you, if your guy is just kind of randomly uh, messaging, if you're a coach who's randomly messaging the association with uh, the IHSAA with suggestions, they're probably going to tell you to take that through the coaches' associations. And, and every sport has a coaches' association. And so um, when we run surveys, uh, this spring is a proposal year. So we're going to look at ideas and try to figure out ways that we can, can better the sport. So girls wrestling was kind of the last uh, big one. Um, and IHSAA made it, gave it this emerging sports status. Um, um, and so when we go to the IHSAA, we need to have solid numbers from a majority of our coaches. So it's, you know, absolutely imperative that at least every high school, you know, has their head coach as a member of the association so that they're able to vote and able to take part in the surveys and have their voice heard. Um, and, and that way, hopefully, you know, we can work with the IHSAA to get, uh, you know, wrestling, make it even better in the state. Um, you know, I think that our coaches association and the IHSAA are uh, both in the beliefs that, you know, wrestling's in a pretty strong spot right now. Um, and, and, and there's not necessarily whole cha- wholesale changes that need to be made, um, but tweaks here or there that can make the tournament better um, we found that the IHSAA is pretty open to hearing our, our suggestions on it. And, and, and I know in the past our association had had maybe some uh, rough relationships, but, you know, Commissioner Falcons really wants to work with this, with our association uh, to try to make it the best tournament he can. And, and we can't do that unless we have every, every school represented, uh, you know, in our association. Yeah, and another thing that the Coaches Association is very deeply involved in is the Team State Tournament, and uh, I know that we have a lot of Team State coaches who listen, and uh, just wanted to throw a plug out there uh, as action gets underway this weekend, Friday, Saturday, uh, the very first tournaments for the boys here. Uh, Get your results on Indiana Matt. Uh, Make sure that they're full results. We want to hear and see what your team is doing. And uh, as you and I both know, there's a decision coming down the road to send in those last four spots, each one for all four classes for that last spot and the team state tournament. And uh, we can't make those decisions without knowing a little bit about, uh, about each team that that's vying for that spot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, as being on the, the, the voting committee for that, uh, I would definitely agree that the more information we have, the more, um, you know, the, the more, you know, accurate a decision we can make. So get us as much information as you can. Um, and, and I know a lot of the coaches are, you know, humble guys. So it can be tough to say, Hey, here's what we, what we have. But, uh, you know, if you're fighting for that last spot, we really need to know, you know, I don't think that any of us look at it as like you're bragging. It's, it's more like, we're finding out what you're offering and can bring to the table. Yes. It's more of a, give us the information that we need. And a lot of times some of those complaints that come through, it's like, well, I didn't know that, you know, that, that would have been great information to know. hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, coach, we thank you for coming on the show tonight. And, uh, we certainly hope that if you haven't ordered your Rex and Dane t-shirt yet, that, uh, you, you get one or, you may have to send Rex a, a text or a message, and he may be able to, to, to sell you one. He's got a couple of them over here still for, still for sale, and we could, we could meet up there at the NE8 Duels at Huntington North in a couple of weeks and get you one. Hey, yeah, I might, I might have to do that. I might have to uh, – and I was looking at the, the Coach Gunsett shirts, and 
you know, definitely going to get one of those. And uh, so I might have to send $40 down to what, a team Montreal there, right? So uh, Perfect. Uh, you just gave us our perfect segue to our next ad. Hey, Coach, we wish you luck on Saturday at your first duel. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Speaking of Team Montreware, no, nobody handles screen printing and apparel like Team Montreware and Bluffton, providing high-quality and creative apparel for South Adams football, Belmont wrestling, uh, our show, the the supportive T-shirts for, for Coach Gunset, many others in our area. Team Mantra takes all the work that coaches and volunteers used to do, taking orders and collecting money, and they do that work for you. You set up an online store. You let the experts there at Team Mantra and Bluffton take care of the rest. They give you a custom design. They give you a wide array of apparel and gear and team mantra is your home for all your team apparel needs visit them at their new location for team Man mantra wear on main street in bluffton or contact them online at teammantrawear.com today so that wraps up our regular match as the uh, third period has ended and once again uh if you would like to donate you can send that to belmont high school 1000 north adams drive uh to attention dane filling but make the check out to the gunsett family and with that, I'm going to send it back to the studio for a round of messages. We'll be back with our overtime period right after these messages here on WZBD. The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home is honored to serve the community we love and live in. Locally owned and operated by Ryan Hershey and Eric Zelt, we understand that each family we serve and each life lived tells a unique story. Our goal is to offer comfort, care, and dignity to all who entrust their loved ones to our care. We are proud to call Adams County our home and look forward to serving you for generations to come. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Elk High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. And we are joined by one of our signature sponsors, uh, the guy that makes this possible every year, and that's uh, Ryan Hershey. And uh, Ryan actually put on his... Haggard Hershey Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly shirt made his way out to the event for the first time ever, and uh, we welcome you to the show, and uh, you're one of the reasons why we have this show. Hey, we're excited to be here. Thank you. Listen to that. And, and yeah. I would say... The that crowd just, goes wild. And we just, we just had a, another $100 uh, sponsorship come in from a young man sitting here at the uh, table with us. Yeah, and Ryan, we, we certainly thank you for your support throughout the start. I know when we first threw this together, it was one of those things where I had an idea and I sent it to Rex and then I sent it to... I said, are you nuts? <laughs> and I sent it to Rob, our, our station owner, and it was like, well, put some money behind it and we'll see what it looks like. And you guys jumped on and were immediately enthused about it. And Absolutely. I know it's developed a lot since then. I know if you look back at one of the first show scripts and what we do now, it's it's quite <laughs> different, but... Um, 
You know, it's funny to, to do this thing like we're doing now for Paul. You, you say this on the air and you'd be surprised at the people who, the only way they know about it is because they're listening. Uh, and there are a lot of people out there that, who listen and, and, and support high school wrestling. And this just is another way that Adams County sort of, sort of shows their unique love for the sport. And then Dana and I will get a text after the podcast comes out. And we'll get a text from Robert Falcons or something like that. Or he'll get a text from Mike Gables like, oh, that's a great show. It's like a guy from Modern Day who, you know, Belmont Modern Day used to hate each other. And he's one of our biggest fans now. So, Absolutely. That is great. No, we're, we're definitely honored to be a part of uh, something groundbreaking like this. I love the idea. I love the, uh, the thought behind it. Getting the word out about uh, high school wrestling is a great thing. I've always been a huge sport uh, fan. And and obviously of Adams County as well. So uh, it is great to be on board with such a great event. And I think one of the things is that Dane decided he didn't want this to be a standard coaches show. And, I mean, I do the football coaches show, and Matt Commerce Dave does a basketball coaches show. And, and this isn't about coaches. This just supports high school wrestling. We've really went into the girls' wrestling sport, and we really got behind that, and we pushed commissioner hard. And I think, personally, Dane and I have had a lot to do with the commissioner make that an emerging sport. We, we put him on a spot, ask him the tough questions every week until it's an emerging sport, and I think we're about this far away from having it being a sanctioned ISSAA sport. Yeah, and Ryan, you, you would be amazed at what what goes on at some of those tournaments and just covering the state finals last year through radio and, and following Trinity and, uh, and Andrea through their journey through that. It, you know, it was eye-opening for us. And just like Coach Reason just said when he was on the air, you know, he – you know, at the beginning was like, oh, well, you know, it, it is what it is. And then, and then you go to one of these tournaments and you're like, wow, these girls really want to do everything that, that, that the boys have wanted to do. And it, it's just, it's been fun to be a part of. And we certainly appreciate all of these guys that we talked to about boys wrestling, the extra time that they put in on the girls' side. Because there's very few people out there who are coaching just girls. Um, for a lot of those coaches, they've just picked up six extra. more nights or yeah. six more Saturdays or that much more work that they that they have to do. You know, the other side of it, we talked to the referees that have been on the show, and the referees mm-hmm. said it's doubled our matches that we have because they have to have a whole full girl schedule. Good point. And you could, I don't know if they wrestle those on Mondays and Wednesdays and they have wrestle boys on Tuesday, Thursdays, or they kind of mix a match, but uh, the, the matches that referees can pick up, so if you're a young referee and you need to pick up matches, I mean, that's, that's a big thing that's happening as well. Yeah, there's a lot of logistics that go to it, and I think that's one of the reasons why they, they – classified it into the emerging sport status is so that they could get more support from the IHSAA and start really looking at, okay, if we're going to do this, what's this going to look like? And I think it's the same thing with boys volleyball, which, which is in that category. They're starting to think, okay, now if we were to actually do this, how would we do this? How could we find the gyms and the, and the, the time and the schedule and all of those types of things to to make it all mesh? Sounds like you need a, a job, Dane. <laughs> yeah. But the brain trust behind the, <laughs> The high school sports radio or the high school wrestling uh, weekly here, you can uh, throw something else in the. If on there's your hat one thing there. I don't need, it's another job, <laughs> yeah. Ryan. Yeah, his wife just shook her head yes. And <laughs> and you know, let's let's elaborate. If back when Trinity and her, Andrea were in fifth grade and they walked into the middle school room and started wrestling, you told them you're going to have a scholarship wrestling someday. They go, Nah, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen, and it is yeah. so. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it is really cool. Hey, before we forget, we want to give you the schedule for WZBD for the rest of the week. You can listen to the Matt Painter Show on WZBD tomorrow night starting at 6.05. On Tuesday, then, we will have the Purdue game as they host really their first big game of the year. Uh, Big East opponent Marquette. 
And then on Wednesday, you'll be able to hear a happy Coach Jeff Brom <laughs> after their big win on Saturday, which was much needed. And then after that, you'll be able to listen to the Pacers as they head to Charlotte. And then on Friday night, we will have the Adam Central Flying Jets, Jets. taking on the Blue Jays. Yes. Is that right? Yes, North Jets. Now, will you be there? Like, you're going to sing the national anthem for that game? I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> they'll invite me to do so. <laughs> okay. And then on uh, Saturday, we'll have Purdue football. And Purdue now, with a little bit of luck in football, they got a chance at that Big Ten championship game. First thing they need to do, though, is beat Northwestern. And as of right now, there is no set kickoff time for that game. Uh, we will wait and see uh, when that game is going to kick off. But later Saturday night, we will have Heritage at Belmont in girls basketball. It's a really good rivalry that's developed. Belmont off to a good start. They won at Wood or against Woodland on Friday, and they won at Northside last night. And then on Sunday, the Colts, who just came off a win that we saw, they will take on the, as of right now, undefeated Eagles. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff, and then our show, as we head into the Thanksgiving uh, week, is at 7 o'clock on Sunday. Back to 7 o'clock, 7.30 tonight, because the Colts were playing a late game. And uh, So uh, if you want to join this massive crowd that is uh, formed out here in front of us, uh, see how loud they are. Absolutely. So. That's right. And we're just, it's going to be our, really our last show before we really get into our full wrestling schedule for the upcoming year. And I know um, I'll be at Goshen while you guys, hopefully, are going to be at Indianapolis for state football. And WZBD is going to, be, going to be doing dual coverage. We'll have wrestling on one day. You guys will have football on the other. And uh, there's a lot going on. Purdue's out, way out on the West Coast playing in that Oregon tournament. We'll have all three of those games on the air and uh, a lot going on when it comes to WZBD sports. So with that, uh, our regular session has ended, and we're going to stay on a little bit for the podcast and talk about that. So once again, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors. Thank everybody who came out here. I'd like to thank everybody who has uh, called in and made pledges. And once again, those uh, donations can be made uh, to a, out to a check for the Gunsett family and send that to Belmont High School at 1000 North Adams Drive. Attention, Dane Filling, and he'll be collecting all those. Make sure that they get to the Gunsett family. So... With that, I'd like to thank Steve Rouse for running the board for us. So stick, tune in next Sunday night for the Hager Septon Hershey Zeld High School Wrestling Weekly. You're on the pod now. You're on the pod. So, Ryan, what is your wrestling background? Where, where does your interest first peak in, oh, the, wow. in the sport? Honestly, it was in elementary. I, I uh, went to Belmont. Um, to wrestle in their clubs that they had. I went to Adam Central mm-hmm. and uh, got my butt kicked for many years there by a lot of good Belmont wrestlers. And and then when I got to middle school and had a chance to wrestle, the Hershey's just didn't wrestle. We, yeah. we played basketball. And so that was where I veered off and took a wrong turn because I was, I was okay at basketball. I started the first couple years of middle school and then I quit growing and then then I quit playing. <laughs> so, so you know, I made a, I made a wrong turn at Albuquerque there, and I, <laughs> I, uh, I regret that ever since, to be honest. Because who were some of the guys you told me that, that would have been in that senior class that wrestled for Adam Central at the time? Well, um, a lot of guys in, like, the era that I would have been in would have been, like, Robert Loshi, um, the guys like uh, Ryan Wolf, Tony Curry. Um, Ryan Loshi, uh, Loshi, who is Dane's first cousin. Yeah. You didn't know that, so, did you? So the, the you know those were those were the years I I didn't miss a, a high school wrestling match actually um, I missed one all four years uh, 
one in Indianapolis that I couldn't get to. Other than that, I was at every one, sang the national anthem at all of them that were at Adam Central. And so, uh, so yeah, I I love watching uh, high school wrestling for sure. Well, we certainly have enjoyed our increased role in the Adam Central program over the last few years, and I know we've worked really closely with Coach Curry in sort of upping our level of coverage and jumping in on some events that WZBD would have never considered two or three years ago from the the AC Jet invite that we always kind of elbow Coach Curry <laughs> about that we want to want him to up the level of competition each year. But, you know, it, it's it's a whole different ball game at a school as small as Adam Central for what they're able to do and what they need to do. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, we always give them a hard time about the AC Jet invite and – it's it's kind of tongue in cheek, but you know when you're a small school, you can't just call up Brownsburg and say, "Hey, we want to wrestle you." Yeah, we'll we'll sure. schedule you. Yeah. They're gonna they're, they're gonna they're, laugh at right. you. you yes. So there's there's uh, I think a lot of people think, "Oh, they don't wrestle that tough of a schedule." Or not that people say that about mm-hmm. Adams Central, but just talking to Coach Gaskell about South Adams a couple weeks ago, it's like you you can't just call up schools and expect them to to schedule you because you want to right. yes. you've got to you've got to earn those things and you've got to work your way into mm-hmm. those tournaments and it's not it's not that simple and and once you stake your claim at one of those tournaments you have to you have to keep it and you have to keep going and you have to show up and one thing that adam central has been able to do is they're one of two schools now who have made it to every single team state since they started that tournament coach curry does a great job he really does he he's got a good uh a good program. He runs it right, and I think that's uh, that's important to you know getting young kids involved, um, showing them having fun, you know, but also the hard work that goes into it. I think is is key. You know, we're not the juggernaut that Belmont is yet, but we're we're working towards that. Now, one thing that one challenge that he's got this year is because of football. Um, it's a pretty lonely place there. It's Eddie Everett and Logan Allman, and that's about it right now. Because <laughs> yeah. as you see on a weekly basis. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot yeah. of boys yeah. suited up for football right now. He told us the whole, number is 20 right yeah. now. I was gonna say I think the whole wrestling team is still wearing pads. So, yeah, I saw Logan after the game on Friday, and he looked at me and I looked at him. I said, "Hey, you having fun yet wrestling?" He's like, "It's lonely." <laughs> that's the first thing he said. There's not many people there. Him and uh, Caden Funk. That's about yeah. it. I think. Yeah, and Eddie Everett. I think is is one of the other yeah. ones that's there and and, and not playing football, but. Yeah, for Adam Central, they're going to have to, and not that they don't have experience with it because of last year, but you know, it's a quick turnaround from there, and there are a lot of things at stake in that first tournament at Jake County. Is that right? Is that where the I, I forget? I just wake up in the morning, you text me, tell me where we're going. <laughs> it's something like that. You change the schedule on me so much, I don't even know anymore. It's a fluid situation, Rex. We're Absolutely. trying to maximize everything that we're trying to do here. It is uh, it is a fun weekend. Those duels, the Friday night and Saturday, and seeing the way the schedule plays out, and you try to read into the schedule and think, oh, does Adam Central have an advantage because they don't wrestle Jay County until Saturday? Uh, and we've seen some great ones. We saw one in the sack between Adam Central and, and Jay County. I think it was last year or two years before, where it got heated. Yeah, because Eric a- Myers yelled. Cause there was, I remember there was a yeah. call in in the Logan Allman match that uh, he upset. Is it Tony Wood? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was it was Allman and Tony Wood. Mm. Yeah, they were they were scrapping. Yeah. No, this says that the oh this because that's on Indiana Matt. Indiana Matt. So one thing, if you're a coach, and we didn't bring this up in the regular show, uh, Indiana Matt has a John Harrell like function now 
and they have for a couple of years with their schedule that you can enter your entire schedule and it'll show you how many points that you have left or how many over you are. And one thing that Joe does is he simply rolls that over from one year to the next and it generates. And it, it, if it was Tuesday last year, it'll bump it by a day. But if you are a coach and you're listening to this and you haven't done this yet, you need to go in and you need to double check your schedule, the dates, the times, the locations, because for like the ACAC duels, it says it's at Adam Central, but that changes year to year. And the way Joe, the way Joe takes databases and merges them together, it's just incredible that uh, if, if you've never been to IndianaMat.com, go in there and you can get lost in there. Have, do it on one of those nights when you don't have to go to bed early because you'll lose yourself and you'll wake up and it's like, oh, I just spent two hours looking at uh, who wrestled for Adam Central back in 1978 and what they did and it's how many matches had. It's like, oh, you get lost in the, in the maze. But uh, it's, a, it's an incredible thing that Joe's done, and, and that is why the IndianaMat.com, we're pumping him because his, his logo's on the back of this T-shirt I have on. But uh, uh, that is one of the things that has made Indiana's wrestling webpage the best in the nation. So I am wrong. It is at Adam Central. The ACAC. Yeah, that's what Tony yeah. told us last so we week. So we don't have a, a long drive. We don't have to drive all the way down there to Jay County like we do so many times <laughs> this season. We, I don't know why we always complain about it, yeah. but for some reason it's easy to complain about going to Jay County. Coach Myers runs a good tournament, but we're just there an awful lot, I guess. We are. And now In the crow's nest. With uh, ECIC coverage just before Christmas and with the ACAC tournament and then sectional and regional, and then you get to spend an extra weekend there because of team state. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be good stuff. Lucky but you. if Adam Central wins on Friday, I think you can expect that first duel at Norwell on December sixth to be pushed back, and then Adam Central will have to begin their season. Who knows? Maybe against Jay County in round one. You know, if Adam Central's hosting, they probably get to pick the schedule a little bit more. So, so Dane, uh, I know that we're on a podcast and the live listeners aren't listening right now. But you set a goal of a thousand dollars, and right now we're at, we're at four hundred dollars plus two TBDs from two. Uh, wrestling teams that could put us bump us really close to that thousand dollar mark absolutely and uh, you know i was lucky enough when coach gunsett took over for coach Farot as head coach uh, paul came to me i was a brand new teacher at belmont i think bj was maybe there for one year before before he retired and, and paul just said you know dane i'm going to need help with this and uh, he gave me this task and that task, and you know we worked together for several years, and it's been a lot of fun. And you didn't know you were part just, of the wrestling coach's staff, did you? <laughs> I didn't know at the time, but uh, I, I've certainly enjoyed it. And uh, I think one of my all-time favorite memories with with Paul, along with all the Saturday nights that we spent uh, when he was head coach, just talking about brackets and looking at him uh, sitting in my kitchen or his kitchen or wherever, uh, was. Uh, when Belmont won the team state tournament, um, he he came to me one day after school or during school. I was in class, and you know he teaches at the middle school, and he came in and he had a he had a medal in his hand, and he handed it to me and he said, "Dane, you you earned this. You deserved this." And it was I think it was the year Bryce, and it was when the Mambas were were wrestling mm. and they won. And that just really stru struck me that that he was willing to to think about you know the little things that I had done. And and the role that I had played, and he he wanted to recognize me for that. And I think Coach Gunsett, if you ever had a young kid from from your family or one of your own kids who went to Decatur Wrestling Club in the last decade, you know when he was coaching, he would teach all day at the high school. He would coach until six o'clock, and then 
he would coach wrestling club all the way up until 7.30 and he'd be right there on the mat with a five-year-old or a six-year-old. And, you know, there's no one, and I, maybe this will offend Coach Myers or Coach Farrow or whoever, but there's no one in Adams County who knows more about technique in wrestling than Paul Gunsett. He knows more about technique than any person in this county. Um, he's been everywhere. He's won state titles, team, individual, coaching. He's wrestled in college. He's done it all. And uh, just a, a great part of, of our tradition in this county. So uh, once again, if you want to send those checks in, send them to uh, in care of Dane Filling at Belmont High School at 1000 North Adams Drive. Make the check out to the Gunsett family. Yeah, and if you're listening to this, maybe it's Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, and you're coming to the match on Friday, bring it Friday and uh, turn it in to Mary or turn it in to me. And I know Tim has some things planned for the match. And Coach Bumgarner was just texting me saying that WOC is going to bring a check and they're going to present it during the match. And uh, uh, The cardboard a, ones? There's a, there's a lot of respect <laughs> there between WOC. We didn't even get to ask Frank, and of course he was a Whitco guy, but we didn't even get to talk about 1997, the, one of the more infamous losses in uh, Belmont history, came at the hands of Wawasee in that uh, that semi-state that kept Belmont from that perfect run of, of team state matches. But well, I'm gonna definitely I'm gonna, a, I'm gonna get some haters, but it's on podcast. But uh, that team was built with the Carboys from Warsaw. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, that yeah. was a load-up team. And they, um, you know, that was what year two or year three? It was just year two of the yeah. of the team state tournament, and then Belmont went a long run after that. But uh, I. I was young, but I remember how important that duel was. And it's nice to see Wawasee and Belmont sort of have that, that, that renewed rivalry with the, with the team state that exists now in 2A. Yeah, and I'm one of those guys who remember back the original team state when the IHSAA ran it before the IHSAA kind of lost interest in it and didn't think that it was making enough money, so they dropped it. And everybody in the state knew that you can't let it go. And this coach association picked it up, and they've turned it into something I think it's really good. And by this, by splitting it up into the classes, like I just still they did not have it. It was just all straight up. So you know, Adam Central's Russell Brownsburg, uh, you know that that's not even a match. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's something that 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 has definitely developed, and something that has made programs like Belmonts and Adam Central's and South Adams and Jay County. They all have something to strive for. Because let's be real honest, you know, we've seen Belmont back in the old Belmont Super Duel first week of January wrestle the Brownsburgs and the Perrys in the last decade. And it, it's, a, it's a totally different sport than what existed 25, 30 years ago um, when those first team states happened. But, you know, going back to team state and Adam Central and we're talking to a sponsor, you know, I give a shout out again to our sponsors and our station owner as we look forward to Team State this year and talking about the idea that we're going to have two different sites. And when we went to uh, our station owner and said, hey, Team State's going to be at two different sites, we never thought once about just saying, no, we're not going to cover 1A. We're just going to cover Belmont. That was never thought. Station owner never questioned us in our plan. And here we are with full intentions to bring you the 1A Team State and the 2A Team State from two different sites meshed together uh, in a mishmash of who knows what is going to be <laughs> like it was. But if it's anything like last year's Team State, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to see some great wrestling. 
and a, a lot of intensity and a lot of guys really putting it out there. I can, I can tell you the mileage I turn in is way less than yours. <laughs> That's true. It's going to be <laughs> a lot more, but uh, I am excited to, to head down. Coach Tante has but, already but still, told me. Still not as far as it was to Martinsville last year. That's true. Yeah. Franklin is not as far as Martinsville. And I've already touched base with Coach Tante, and uh, we usually hang out in February downtown Indy, and he already told me, brother, he called me brother. I don't know why he calls me that, but <laughs> that's just how he talks. Uh, he told me that he had a spot on, my, on his couch for me, and I told him, well, we already got a hotel. He said, it doesn't matter. You've got one. <laughs> so whatever, the, whatever you take that for. Grizzly, Club, Grizzly Cubs are going to be good hosts, and 1A is going to be a lot of fun. I know uh, our coach, uh, Quinn Harris from Cascade, is always listening, and Coach Abbott from Cowan, and Coach Gaskell from South Adams, and we just have a lot of support from those 1A coaches that look forward to hearing the, 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 the brackets and the pools and the seedings, the last team in in December, and there's just a lot of things that we're going to do on this show that pertain to Team State that we're really excited about. So, Ryan, as our sponsor, one thing you may not know is that the show we have the week before the Team State draws, we do a live draw, and Matt come, comes on, and they have the brackets live, on, and so they're simulcasting with them. And you would not believe the number of schools that are having bracket reveal parties. It's just like when the IHSAA puts them out. Dane gets text, and, you know, the year, was it the Cascade guys got in? They videotaped it since the text. These guys are going crazy. It's like, like they won the lottery or something. And uh, it, it has just really grown into something that's, you know, three years ago, I thought, yeah, we're not going to do that. But. We're going to have you on CBS for like yeah, something like that. tournament draw coming up. You <laughs> but, know? you know, I think that it speaks to you guys were willing to, to put some financial support into our show. And not only have you affected our small community and, you know, in your business, you're, you're a small community business. You're not looking for business from Evansville or from Indianapolis. But you've had an effect on the state of Indiana because of that support because we have been able to take Team State and, and put that – out there sort of on a pedestal where, where people are able to, to talk about it and we bring in people and you wouldn't believe how many t-shirts Rex and I have from all kinds of places who like we made it to team state. You announced us like we didn't really have anything to do with it. You were the ones who earned it. But like I have a cascade wrestling t-shirt that I wear uh, around all every once in a while. I've got a Cowan shirt that I wear and it just, those kinds of things are, are fun because what what was first brought together by the by the message board and the internet in the early or late 1990s early 2000s now has kind of been linked together by social media and our show and just the ability to to record something here put it out on podcast and have somebody be able to listen to it whenever they want to you know Matt Monroe's listening live but he listens to the podcast he listens over again and to the podcast later in the week and I just think we have a lot of people that that, that do that and we appreciate it and it, it's amazing I mean Ryan you said you've listened to the podcast before mm-hmm. our commercials that are played in the breaks of the podcast are so professionally done I mean it almost sounds like Dane and I know what the heck we're doing with this show <laughs> that's amazing it really it is, is really what, amazing it's what editing can do right yeah you know? that's right <laughs> You know, one one night we on the podcast we had uh, your 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 one of your fans, uh, Dougie Hammond, was on, and we oh, yes. and uh, my guy was Dave was able to edit out his <laughs> edit out part of his. We don't have you we don't have a cough or a, yeah, a beat yeah. button up here. So I told Dave I said about twenty minutes in, uh, Doug said something, so he was able to edit that out. So the podcast come out yeah, clean, it sounded there clean, you go. and then job. and then the next day I saw his sister at Walmart, and she said, "Please do me a favor, don't ever put my brother on a radio again." I was like, "We're good." Well, Ryan, we thank you for joining us as our guest here on the podcast, and we certainly 
wish you luck as an Adam Central football fan and supporter, and we thank you for your support of our show as we sort of ease out of football season and into wrestling season. They kind of converge here over the next two weeks, but we certainly, I know I was just telling my wife uh, this weekend, you know, it's 12 straight weeks of football where we've been able to go and watch South Adams and Belmont and Adams Central and, and from the early weeks of August and all of the hopes and dreams that we've had. We've had an awful lot of fun covering Adams Central and, you know, we always talk about wrestling and everybody yeah, knows that. Absolutely. Some people don't like it, but, you know, you build those relationships. You walk onto the field, I do at least as a reporter, and the very first kids on that Adam Central team who want to talk to me are Gavin Cook and Trevor Curry and those guys that they see the work that we've been able to put in through radio and the broadcast there, and they know who we are and what we're able to do. And I, I really enjoy that sort of relationship because you don't get that with a lot of sports because they don't they don't know you from sport to sport. And I know Gavin Cook was immediately like, hey, I'm glad that you're here. Awesome. Uh, I, I tell you what, in our defense, if you have an Anna Central game that's 35 to nothing yeah, running clock. you got to find something to talk yeah. about. We're filling it. It's like yeah. we turn into Harry Carey. And it's like, hey, look yeah. at the guy in the sombrero. But it's like we have to talk about something to bring it in. And, and one of the things, uh, Ryan is a spotter for the Adam Central team. And after our first season, I thanked him for sponsoring us. And I basically, I think what you told me is your dad told you to say, hey, go big or stay home. And when it comes to advertising, yep. put your money in it. And, and I think the gamble paid off for you. Absolutely. No, we're, we're honored, honestly, to be a part of it. I think it's exciting. Uh, to uh, have our name associated with this uh, this program. Well, I'd say that's uh, that's a wrap. That's, that's we we'll, can't we'll take let, any better compliment than that. We'll let Steve we'll let Steve go home early tonight. So, with that, I'd like to wrap up the podcast once again. Uh, if you're listening late and you want to get those checks in, make them out to the Gunset family. Send them to Belmont High School. Attention, Dane Filling at 1000 North Adams Drive, and uh, we do appreciate those. And then get, go online to the link and uh, sign up for your shirt. And we will uh, get those out for Paul and us through Team Monterey. So once again, sign off. Tune in next Sunday night.